This year, um, it's been a little bit of a reminder about um, how important our memories are. We, um, uh, we do all sorts of different Christian uh, rituals or Christmas rituals um, since we were really, really young. Can you remember your first Christmas church experience? I don't want to embarrass or challenge your memories too much. I, I can sort of remember mine. They were really happy moments. My dad was a vicar. He was like, it was this happy time. He was absolutely overjoyed. He was probably exhausted, but he didn't let on that he was exhausted. Um, our childhood memories shape our values and our beliefs, and, and they can last a lifetime. One proven way uh, to embed our lifelong memories is through singing. And this year, our theme, it probably hasn't escaped you, has been join the song. I've got to thank Sue for that. We had a little bit of debate about it. But um, it's a powerful thought, isn't it, to join the song? But it does matter what song you join. It brings such joy in the moment, but endures in later life, even when other memories fade. I believe we owe it to our children, our grandchildren, and even our great-grandchildren to give them spiritual memories that they can draw upon throughout their lives. And if you read the Christmas card, you'll know that recently I came across a deeply moving story of, a, of care home residents singing along to well-known carols with gusto. Um, some in their chairs were moved to dance, or shuffle, and some move to tears. And, and you'll have seen that within our own church congregation, church family, as we hear these wonderful carols. And it brings back, hopefully for some of us, happy memories. But sometimes, and we know already from this morning, Christmas can bring tears of sorrow too. We've um, joined together for lots and lots of carols in so many different settings. This is carols on the green. You can't see the raindrops, but they were, uh, they were coming down like pebbles from on high, I think. But quite surprisingly, people did come and join us, and they sang. Uh, they didn't, their mums and dads with the buggies didn't come this year, which was sensible, but everyone else did. I was really humbled that folks would do it, the scout and guide band where they're belting out these carols on the green. We've had community carols and traditional carols as school services. And again, using this refrain about joining the song and getting parents to think about the first time they sung these things. And for some of the schools, uh, because um, it's difficult to give them all sheets, they learn these things by heart, which will last them a lifetime. I was chatting to Barbara before the service, one of your treasured memories is of Trinity Tots this year, and you used all your influence to make sure that they sang away in a manger. This is quite a busy group. This place is packed with 150 bodies sometimes, and they settle down to sing away in a manger. This is a community outreach. Um, for me, coming to the Jigsaw Nativity was really special. We've got a Jigsaw 
preschool that the church 100% oversees. Now, I'm not saying they've done this in the past, but I know that sometimes nativities can have all sorts of aliens popping up, uh, sort of next to Mary. I'm grateful to say that this year there were no aliens, and it was a normal nativity that's going to implant something in those children, in those parents. Again, this is a community group. This is not a church group that will last them a lifetime. Again, there were tears, tears of pride and joy in parents. And actually, there's one or two tears of the children, who hopefully haven't been too scarred with stage fright as well. Um, last Tuesday, our seniors' ministry enjoyed a full church and for Christmas connections. They joined together in song, and I think there was a bit of action as well. But the lights were dimmed as we sang together, silent night, holy night, inviting God to fill our hearts and minds with his peaceful, loving presence. For all of us, it was a special memory, not just of Christmas past, but Christmas as God promises in the moment, laden also with hope for the future. The Nativity Crib, uh, for many of us, is a reminder of hope and the responsibility we have for generations to come. That one is in our hallway. It's 25 years old, and it was bought by a godparent for our youngest son at his baptism. So again, it has meaning. It comes out year on year. Just a little reminder, and a reminder for my beloved youngest son, and they're all beloved. There's a clue in the name. Anyone knows about names? Um, but um, just a little reminder about Jesus in the heart of our home and even in Vicar's households. He's sometimes hard to find. As an antidote to the misery in the world over the last few years, I thought that this year it was important to celebrate Christmas with great joy. And I think we have. Most of us have much to be thankful about. But what does it mean for Jesus to be Emmanuel, God with us? Well, I've got four things and there's endless things I could say. But firstly, we believe that the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, is God's love in action. Jesus' birth, a demonstration of God's profound love for all humanity, you and me, offering forgiveness for sin and life everlasting. We pray, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Secondly, we believe that the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, is God drawing near to us. He came as a vulnerable baby, showed us how to live life God's way. We pray, 
draw near, Lord Jesus. Be our guide. Thirdly, we believe that the birth of Jesus Emmanuel, God with us, is an offer of friendship, eternal friendship. I was reading this week that true friendship, especially among Christian believers, or it's meant to be like this, listen, is a direct path to God, not a diversion. Because true friendship is marked by the purest of love. We are lost, we are lost and lonely without friends and companions. Lost and lonely without God. Loving Lord, help us, we pray, to be your true friends. And fourthly, and this is not an exhaustive list. We believe that the birth of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, meant that heaven invaded earth. His mission to lovingly transform us and all creation. We pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. We live in a world where God's will isn't being done in lots and lots of places and maybe also in my life. What does it mean for God to be with us in different and challenging settings? A member of our church family who works for Christian Solidarity Worldwide shared a link on Twitter, or is it X, for those who've been persecuted for their faith in Iran. Iran is continual in the news at the moment, might be fighting proxy wars or funding terrorism or recently drone attacks in the Suez Canal. The Twitter link reads, Iranian Christians celebrate Jesus' birth with a mixture of joy and trepidation. It goes on, we used to celebrate most of the New Year and Christmas days in fear and worry, recalls one pastor who was arrested in 2011 during a Christmas gathering for a church he and his wife held in their home. For me and my family, the days of Christmas and New Year are always a reminder of our arrest, going to jail, exile, and finally being forced out of Iran. Another pastor who was arrested in Tehran three Christmases later says, every time Christmas and New Year approaches, the joy of Jesus' presence on earth for me clashes with the memories of my arrest and imprisonment. Another writes, if for all the Christians in the world Christ's birthday is full of joy, in my country, it's a day full of anxiety, and it's a day when most of the arrests of Christians are made. Imagine people bursting through the doors. Now, I think I remember uh, someone here being on holiday in Sri Lanka where they had a rude awakening one Christmas. Um, was it three years ago? Maybe a bit longer ago. 
Just over a week ago, I was on a Zoom call, call with a church we partner with in Kherson, Ukraine. I always feel a bit embarrassed to be on the call. It's a weird one, really, because they're like they're going through so much, and I get sort of rolled up as the head pastor in Claygate, which hasn't got any drop bombs dropping around. I'll leave you to think about that. But uh, Ukraine is a little bit off the radar at the moment because people have been bombed elsewhere, so you sort of move on to the next thing. But listening to this call, there's people around them dying. And uh, this is just an image. I think they sent, they sent me this image. Um, it's quite intense at the moment. Like, it was a bit quiet. We were talking to a few months ago, and it felt like things were getting better, but it's not. It's intensified. So uh, this could be, this is obviously, looks like offices or some uh, large building. But one of the, um, there's many people dying. They're in fear of their death. More of them are getting called up now. They're extending the draft. Um, there's some good news, because the money that comes from this church helps to do this. Uh, pre-winter, um, some um, probably widows or those that were um, less able to look after themselves, they tried to fix up their houses so that it was winterproof and warm. Um, but a um, picture of the church. When the church meets, I, I, I could do a little search at the moment. I imagine some of you have come with a mobile phone this morning. I didn't switch mine off properly. It's on silent. But apparently, to come to church, they all have to switch their mobile phones off because the Russians have got technology, and when they spot that there's a couple of people together with their phones on, you get a bomb through your roof. It's different, isn't it? It's a different way to celebrate Christmas. In the lead-up to Christmas, thinking about joining the song, they are still singing, and this might not work, but I'm going to try It's not a carol, but it is soulful. And they're crying out to God. I asked for a translation for this. I love you, my Lord, with all my heart. And I want to love you even more every day. I love you so much because you're with me. In unearthly love you speak, my Savior. And the chorus, you are my God, my fortress, in your hands, my strength. The second verse, you never leave me. I hear your voice surrounding my soul. Don't spare your strength. Give love to others. Bless and I will bless you. They ask for prayer, for protection, deliverance, the end to hostilities. They've probably already had their Christmas 
celebrations. But they, interestingly, are still singing. What does it mean to be Emmanuel, God with us, if you're in Gaza or Bethlehem? The churches of Palestine, you've seen it on the news, have cancelled all festive Christmas celebrations. I didn't know it was going to be quite a thing when I was exploring this just over a week ago. Um, as an expression of unity with Gaza and the rejection of the ongoing aggression against Palestinians. Some of you might have seen this. Reverend Muntha Isaac from Bethlehem said, if Christ were born today, he'd be born under rubble. And this feels a bit political. It's not meant to be, but it's just the truth of Israeli shelling. What does Emmanuel, God with us, mean in Claygate? Or the places that you have your being? What does it mean if you're a commuter on a train? What does it mean in your school classroom or assembly, the club or sports club that you belong to? What does it mean for Emmanuel God with us to go with you to the local shops, into the local care home, hospital? This week, um, I don't do many, we sort of share it around. I think uh, the moment that I've felt that most powerfully is sharing communion, home communion, with one lady who was just out of hospital and couldn't make it to the church, and another couple who can't make it, and, and both of them are in life-threatening conditions at the moment. And can I tell you, not me, but them, they sense God's presence with them, Emmanuel. God with us. Well, that same light and love and peace and holiness and life-giving presence is available to all of us, regardless of where we are. As a response, I'm not sure what the next um, song is. I might have got this wrong. Phew. <laughs> as a, as a, that's what I thought it was going to be. As a response and a prayer, and just thinking about Bethlehem and celebrations cancelled, and us here this morning, I think it would be a really good way to respond. I invite you to offer your hearts, your minds, your souls to God as we remember Jesus his birth in Bethlehem, and his rebirth in us today.